And welcome to all those who are coming on right now to the TR90 call. Welcome on this Thursday morning. Uh, this call takes place Monday through Friday at 6.40 a.m. Pacific time. And so adjust for your own time zone across the country and it lasts for about 15 minutes to about 6.55 or till, well, at least when I do it, till I run out of gas and don't have anything else to say. My name is Frank Lomas. I'm talking to you today from my home in, uh, where am I? In Lompoc, L-O-M-P-O-C, Lompoc, not Lompoc, California, <laughs> next to Vandenberg Air Force Base, about 54 miles north of Santa Barbara. And it's a pleasure to be on here with you this morning. As the temperature is dropping in Southern California, which I'm a wimp and I don't like cold weather, so I got the heater on in here, so it's kind of cozy. Uh, prior to coming on board with New Skin Enterprises, I was a my business background primarily among 90,000 of things was as a mortgage banker. I literally walked off my job one day in 1979 as an auto mechanic, and six years later I became a partner in a mortgage banking company. I did that for a lot of years until I couldn't stand it anymore. And then I was looking for some freedom and found new skin, and now I have what I call a carpet commute. I get to walk from one bedroom to the other to go to work each day. And so, again, it's great to be here with you. Today my topic is, uh, and I like to pull articles. <clears throat> my favorite go-to spot when I do these, uh, these Thursday mornings, every other Thursday, is uh, seems to always end up at eat this, not that, as we talk about ways for your fitness, your weight loss uh, regimen, and how to keep you in tune. So I have another article here today. And, my background, as far as anything to do with nutrition, fitness, and that, I was a competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter for a number of years. And uh, so that's kind of why they tapped me on the shoulder to share in some of this. So today, uh, my topic is, uh, uh, well, I was just talking to Susan, Susan Mann here about COVID. And of course, I won't get too deep in the weeds, but, but uh, and just the news in general that we always hear about fake news. Well, this today is about nine tips that don't work for diet weight loss that people hear over and over again. So let's share some of that with you. So let's see, this is, uh, who's the author of this? I'd like to give credit. By Sarah Garone, a national diet technician in DTR. If I was anywhere close to what that, those initials mean. <laughs> so let's go. Uh, we've all heard all the weight loss tips, the good, the bad, and the totally off the wall. From the age-old cabbage soup diet to the more recent strategy of eating cotton balls to fill the stomach. You've got to be kidding me. There's no shortage of trendy ways to shed pounds. Many of them are not only strange, but also potentially harmful. Hmm. Even mainstream folk wisdom about how to lose weight can sometimes steer you in the wrong direction. So what do dietitians, the real weight loss experts, have to say about which tips are solid and which make them roll their eyes? We've asked several registered dietitians to get their feedback, and here are nine weight loss tips to skip. Number one, make eating inconvenient. In theory, it kind of makes sense that putting obstacles in the way of your eating, like by using chopsticks <laughs> instead of a fork, or eating with your non, I'd be, I'd be so skinny if I'd eat with chopsticks. Like by using chopsticks instead of using a fork or eating with your non-dominant hand, you could help you could eat could help you eat less. But it's not exactly a practical solution to the issue of overeating. While you might find yourself eating slower, you can still finish a full meal, points out Carrie Gabriel, MSRD. It's a time it is time consuming. If a person is busy, that can be very frustrating. Besides frustrating, eating in awkward ways might just make you look silly. Think of the mess a person making of a food such as say steak or hamburger, which need a hand which which need a hand or a utensil to cut in small pieces. So don't try to make eating more inconvenient. Silly. Uh, number two, <laughs> won't be doing this one either. Put on tight clothes before you eat. Another lifestyle change that only lead to discomfort. 
Changing your wardrobe at mealtimes. You have heard the tip to don tight clothes before you eat in order to stay mindful of each mouthful. But keeping up a constant awareness of your weight at mealtimes creates negative self-talk, which you definitely don't need when you're trying to be healthy. There's nothing wrong with being motivated to realistically fit into your own clothing that you're risking more, but it's more important to dress the body you have and focus on your plate instead of your closet. So skip that. Don't, don't change wardrobe just before you get ready to sit down for a meal. Number three, uh, they suggest replace meals with shakes. Well, RTR90 replaces a few meals with shakes, but that, they tell you that don't just live off the shakes. In the midst of a busy day, there's a time and a place for a probiotic-rich fruit and yogurt smoothie or a protein shake instead of a sit-down lunch. But opting out of all meals in favor of a weight loss shake is likely to be a mere quick fix. While replacing food with a shake can be effective for some, there are important points to consider. Meal replacement shakes are normally very low in calories and fiber and therefore do not keep people satisfied for, very, for long periods of time. Uh, well, and the dietitian also adds that many meal replacement shakes tend to be higher in sugar, which can spike blood sugar, a major drawback even living with diabetes or prediabetes. So uh, you still got to eat, eat, eat food there. Number four, eat only one food. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> Remember the grapefruit diet or the potato diet? Thankfully, I don't. Never had to do any of that stuff. Or any diet that told you just to eat one food? Monotropic diets, those that advise sticking to a single food or food group, have been around for ages. Yeah, that's why people are still fat. They've <laughs> been around for ages. The idea goes that you can only eat so much of any food before getting so bored you'll basically stop eating altogether. It doesn't sound like a recipe for, healthy, for a healthy relationship to food, and it sure doesn't sound like any fun. This pushes a person into eating disorder territory, uh, says one dietitian. Meanwhile, if you go too long with a varied, without a varied diet, you're more likely to end up in a hospital than in a bikini competition. <laughs> eating only one type of food for an extended period of time will make you deficit, deficient, excuse me, defi deficient in other nutrients your body needs. Eventually, this can result in life-threatening illnesses. So don't do that. That's, that's just silly. <laughs> Number five. Oh, here's one that you hear a lot. Don't eat carbs. <laughs> no, no one can deny the weight loss boosts the effect of cutting back on carbs like a diet uh, like keto or Atkins. But for many people, opting out carbohydrates completely can become a too drastic elimination, one that might not even work in the long term. The research suggests you will undoubtedly lose weight by cutting out an entire food group. But at what cost? Depriving yourself of, from carbohydrates, your main energy source, will ultimately reduce your quality of life over time. Low-carb diets cause you to experience hunger, irritability, fatigue, mood swings, constipation, there's a fun one, headaches, and brain fog. If you're considering ditching carbs for weight loss, it's best to talk to your doctor or dietitian before diving in, as well as to be aware of the risk. A low-carb diet, low diet can put you at risk for kidney stones, osteoporosis, and even gout. So be careful. You hear that one. Number six, one of the rumors we hear, chewy spite dozens of times. I think I've even seen other people in this eat this, not that, suggest that you chew more often. I think I've even read that, read that a few times on this. Uh, this, is, this, is, this was another throwback. Simply chew your food into a liquid pulp and watch the pounds fly off. 
the art of Fletcherism <laughs> at its heyday in the early 1900s when food fetish Horace Fletcher, the early 20th century version of an Instagram influencer, advised his adherents to chew every bite until liquefied to boost weight loss. To this day, you'll sometimes see this tip circling back around. I will admit I've seen it circle around. And in truth, it's not a bad idea to chew thoroughly, but it's no magic bullet for weight loss. While chewing your food multiple times before swallowing is ideal and aids in proper digestion, eating more slowly can make you conscious of becoming fuller more quickly. This can also be time-consuming. Depending on the food and depending on the person's relationship with food, it can make them obsess over the food and not actually enjoy it. And so, yeah, you got to chew it you know, just so you can digest it. Number seven, cut out the fat. If there was one prevailing weight loss mantra of the 1980s and 90s, it was that eating fat made people fat. Non-fat potato chips, salad dressings, even ice creams became staples of healthy households. Now, however, researcher has shown that the right kinds of fats are an important part of the healthy diet and even a diet for weight loss. Fat is an essential nutrient that not only helps us absorb fat-soluble vitamins, and essential nutrients, but it also helps us feel full and satisfied to help prevent overeating. The key when trying to reduce your weight or eating healthy in general, even your weight is not an issue for you, is to choose the right fats. Monosaturated and polyunsaturated fats are the kind that you are regularly in your diet. That includes plenty of nuts, avocados, and oils like avocado oil or olive oil. And so, let's see what the next one is here. Don't, number eight. Don't ever, don't ever indulge. Popper weight loss advice is guilty of plenty of untruths. Chief among them is the idea that when trying to reach a healthy weight, you can't indulge in any of your favorite foods. Make one mistake by having a donut and a pizza goes to thinking, and you've done irreversible damage. Dietitian knows this is far from true. When, uh, why would you? Why would you? Den- why would? You, why should you be denied? of your favorite foods just because you're trying to lose weight. If you don't eat anything, if you don't eat any of those in, indulgent foods you love, there's a good chance you'll wait until you're off your diet to enjoy them. That's when those foods usually come back with a vengeance <laughs> in unreasonable portion sizes and too often. Rather than thinking of your weight loss efforts as a short window restricting the joy out of food, you'll benefit far more in the long term by sometimes including best loved menu items. A weight loss plan that will be sustained should always include foods you love because, after all, this should be a diet you incorporate into your life, not a diet to change your life for temporarily. Change your life temporarily. Number nine, just cut calories. When it comes to weight loss, we all know the basic concept of calories versus calories in versus calories out. It seems like losing weight should be so simple. Yet many dieters find that just eating less somehow doesn't budge the scale. Turns out multiple factors often at work in your body to complicate the equation. While the prevailing evidence suggests weight loss can occur as long as there's a calorie deficit, the kinds of calories matter. Human bodies are complex biological systems that process foods with different micronutrient makeups in completely different ways. Psychological and hormonal changes occur in response to the foods we eat. If you're Excuse me, if you found that you're not making progress by sticking to a calorie target, don't despair. Fortunately, you can experiment, especially with a dietitian's guidance, with what types of foods and combinations you consume. 
One possibility, work on incorporating higher fiber, nutrient-dense foods as often as possible. Choosing to eat less processed whole foods improves overall satiety, thus limiting overeating, improved, provides steady energy all day long, and improves body composition over time. Uh, well, that's it. The, the nine, nine, uh, nine, what was the main topic title? Nine tips that don't work for weight loss according to dietitians. And so if you're doing some of those, you might want to rethink your approach a little bit and maybe even reach out for a little more help. Uh, I know when I was competing in bodybuilding and it was time to get ready for a contest, I changed my diet, but I would still eat pizza. I still have a hamburger occasionally. I would still eat things, you know, that work. Most pe- other guys weren't winning, and I did quite well. And, you know, I, didn't, I, just, I don't see becoming a fanatic, well, fanatic one way or the other. It just doesn't seem to work, you know. You've got to be normal. I think if you do all these weird things, you don't stay with them. It doesn't create the habit that's la- that will last on a permanent basis. And so you've got to just be more sensible about your weight loss or, or maintaining your, 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 your target weight. So with that said, let's see what's our time here. It's 4, oh, 6.54, so I have a minute left. So with that minute left on this, uh, let me unmute the call. You guys yakking if you've got anything to say? Adding to the top. We're all clear there. Um, by the way, today is my 979th day. My wife and I have 979th consecutive day of what we call no days off. We get no less than 30 minutes of some kind of exercise every single day, and we've done it for 979 days straight now without missing. That could be anything from something very strange to just simply uh, some low-level exercises here on the floor to just walking, just getting a number of steps per day. But 30 minutes of intentional exercise, and it could be 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, or 30 minutes, or, of course, a lot of times we do way more than that. But, hey, I suggest you guys get on a regular routine. Do something that's consistent that you can keep up and develop a habit of doing. Because our original goal was only to go 30 days because we had a challenge. And once you got to 31 days, it seemed silly to stop exercising. And then we got to 60 days. And then we got to 90 days. And now here we are on 979 days of doing it because it's simply become a productive habit. So I'll say, you know, with the eating and the dieting and the working out, find something you can do, cons- you can do consistently that you like to do that you can keep it active record, uh, actively going. So with that, hey, the lines are open. Anything to say to me before I close the call out? Just a reminder that people can pick this up on SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm actually uh, posting things on a daily basis now, so once every week or two weeks. <laughs> so if you go to SoundCloud.com, S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D.com, SoundCloud.com, put in my name, Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, it'll pop up the list, this year's list, uh, which is um, the 2020 list of all these calls are archived there. And uh, we'll start the 2020, the 2020 list here in just a few short weeks. Thank okay, you, everybody. Frank. You're welcome. Hey, thanks, everybody, for joining us this morning. Go out and make it a great day. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Keep your distance. Let's end this darn virus thing, guys. Uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks, make it Frank. a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you, Frank. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. <laughs>